Welcome to the Triple Helix Podcast. Heather Flexer is our guest again on this special Halloween episode of the Triple Helix Podcast. Heather is a doctor of physical therapy and a board-certified wound specialist, CWS. Her professional career is in the field of wound care, post-surgery care and wellness, and contributes a lot of great content to our site and our blog. A longtime proponent of mind, body, and holistic health, this time Heather brings a lot of insight into Halloween-related wound care in a playful way. Now let's join Dr. Heather Flexer. So hey, Heather. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. I'm excited for Halloween. I, is that all right at my age? Sure, why not? It's spooky season. People love it. Yeah, as a kid, it was like the best time of the year. I loved monsters. I loved horror. There used to be uh, pre-internet things called printed magazines, and there were ones specifically <laughs> about horror and monsters and monster actors, and uh, I loved it. I knew all of their names. I wanted to be a special effects artist. I thought it was the coolest thing when I saw all of the wounds and all the, you know, creepy, horrible things that could be could be created in, in a studio to entertain people. But interestingly enough, or eerily enough, in human biosciences, we deal with actual wounds. All so, the time, that's our game. <laughs> that is our game. And the world keeps giving us wounds, we keep giving them the, the collagen. It's a perfect relationship. But what I wanted to ask you this time around, kind of thematically, is keep it on a Halloween theme. Sure. <clears throat> so, for instance, let's say you're at home on the couch, you're watching a horror movie, you've got pizza, you've got popcorn, and, you know, there's one of those, what do they call those scare moments? A jump moment? Jump or scare. A yeah. jump scare happens, and you, you kind of slide your finger along the edge of the curled edge of the popcorn container, because you've got a bucket of it, and you cut your finger. Okay, so you put the movie on pause. You annoy everyone else you're watching the movie with. <laughs> and wh what do we do with HBS products for, you know, you, you've got a bleeding paper cut. Right. First of all, we got to clean it. So we, we wash it with soap and water, right? Make sure there's no uh, grease and butter and popcorn kernels stuck in there. Make sure it's nice and clean. Um, and that's the same for a little paper cut or even like if the horror movie slasher person jumped into your window, right? And, and tried to <laughs> stab you, <laughs> same thing. You get rid of the bad guy, you clean your wound, make sure it's like running clear, and then you grab your metaphyl collagen particles would be perfect to put into something like that because it's the particles will sprinkle in to whatever the shape of the wound is and it acts as a natural hemostat. So it's gonna help stop the bleeding. And that's one of the great starting points for using a collagen particle. Cool, so uh, we've not only healed the paper cut, we've dealt with the bad guy, <laughs> and, and we're dealing with a knife wound. But, and that's exactly what I wanted to talk about because we could, let's say look, we're gonna rewind a minute in time and Instead, we're watching that same movie, and we bite into the pizza, and it burns the roof of our mouth. Mm -hmm. And it's a burn, you know, you feel it for days. Is there anything collagen can do for that, or is that a no-go? I don't know. Like, are you going to put collagen in your mouth? It was just a trick question. I thought the answer was probably no, but I just wanted to see <laughs> what you'd say. <laughs> I'm 
was like, um, I guess you could try, but that might be weird tasting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it tastes like. Well, it's made I of... don't feel like trying it out right now, but I'm sure it's got a pretty, mm, I would almost think like peppery. Yeah, it doesn't taste like cattle. <laughs> however, however, let's say in another scenario, let's forget about the pizza burn on the roof of your mouth. Bad guy drags you to the basement. He restrains you somehow. And, you know, he's he's not the worst bad guy or bad girl. He's just into kind of, he, he's he's burned you a bit with a, uh, a curling iron. And then he apologizes, <laughs> lets you go free. And uh, and you're left shocked and scared, but you've got you've got some burns from a curling iron. What do we do here? <laughs> okay, so if you had uh, the burn or a rope burn or anything like that, again, you'd just clean it off. Uh, make sure you get rid of any debris that might be in there. Assuming you're in a dirty basement, we want all that um, dirt and muck out of the the wound. Make sure it's clean. And then same thing, you could use the particles or even the collagen sheet. You can cut a piece of it and lay it on there and just hold it on with some um, gauze or tape to make sure that it's secure, but not so tight that we're creating another issue like a tourniquet. So same similar situation, it, collagen acts like a hemostat, so it'll stop any bleeding and then it's helping to grow new tissue right away. Also. I got a, I don't know, first to second degree burn a lot, about a month ago from some boiling water. It was, it was actually boiling coffee. Ugh. Yeah, it just, um, I had a French press decanter that just kind of exploded when I was pushing down. And I, I used Colitech on it, and I have to say, it was just in, insane how quickly it worked. Although, mm-hmm. although there was definitely, a, I had a, a visible burn on my skin, it didn't hurt. You know, by the next day, it was as if it weren't there. It was kind of remarkable. Yeah, that's awesome. So with that curling iron burn, you know, maybe it was a distressed stylist. You just kind of <laughs> a psychotic break, you know, differences with the boss or something. Back to our movie. We're watching uh, We're watching one of the, uh, was it Michael Myers? It's a Halloween guy. Yeah. And he's a slasher, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so... He heard the other guy break in. He's like, oh, here's an opportunity. And he appears in your house, and this time this time it's serious. And he gives you some pretty serious lacerations. Um, you're, you're conscious. You're bleeding. He's got other people to slash in the neighborhood. It is almost Halloween. So he kind of gives you a, like a first date slashing, if you will. What's your next move there? Well, I would get to a safe place. <laughs> You'd probably want to uh, apply a little bit of pressure. Uh, it sounds like you've been badly injured so I would call 911 but in the meantime try to clean it up and get those collagen particles again get it in there I mean it's meant HBS when the Ukrainian war um, started they sent over a million dollars worth of product to the Ukraine to help with civilian injuries so it's something that can be used for you know, in our wound care centers and things like that, but it's also something that's been used in military efforts as well. So it is, again, a hemostat. It's going to help clot that blood, help stop that bleeding, and then work on healing that wound as quickly as possible. Um, uh, would you do it progressively yep. so you've you've got that knife wound after cleaning it, after calling 911, and then cleaning it, whatever. Uh, you're putting pressure on it. 
Now, would the first product you use be Metaphil, the powder, and then skin temp over that and bandage it? Is that the sequence? You absolutely can. It really, so it depends on the kind of the wound. So if we're talking about like a laceration, um, like with a knife wound, um, I probably would use the collagen particles because those little itty bits of collagen sheet has been broken down so that there's more surface area and more of the wound is getting in touch with the collagen to be active. So something deeper, I would likely do the particles, but if you had like a really bad scrape or more of a large surface wound area, like a burn or let's say... Um, well, let's say, yeah, Freddy Krueger had had uh, changed you to the back of his, I don't know what he drives for a vehicle. Does Freddy Krueger drive? He shows up in your dreams. I don't Good know. Good point. Okay, so if it's not Freddy Krueger, who would drag you behind a vehicle? Um, well, like you were saying before, you're tied up or whatever, and you're trying to get out, and you give yourself really bad rope burn, or what, or they call it even like a degloving injury, where you're almost like pulling the skin off your wrist or your hand or whatever, trying to get out of your shackles. That might be more appropriate for something like a skin temp. <laughs> We're just having fun over here, man. <laughs> You're right there with me. I love it. Great. So skin temp, when the over-the-counter versions come out, you can have them in your home in case these horrible things ever happen. Absolutely. We'll, we'll need but, it all in our know, homes. So it can be used in war wounds. So, you know, just to ramp up the tier of horror, you know, Freddie may have shown up in your dreams. But let's say you're put in a, a situation like in the movie Saw or you're a victim of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And you're alive, but, yeah. you know, some pretty severe industrial level wounds have been, uh, you know, visited upon you. If you're the actor, they're just latex appliances with, you know, remote control blood squibs. And uh, maybe a, maybe there's a cast of you that's been made and there are bladders that move and CGI, of course. But if, the you know, your neighborhood psycho does something like this to you, could you give us a, you know, kind of a step-by-step -step guide to dealing with, with these severe types of wounds? It's kind of, you know, what we've talked about as far as like cleaning it, making sure the bleeding is stopping, which I would get the particles in there um, as soon as it's clean and then apply some pressure and make sure that it's actually, the blood is clotting and, and stopping bleeding, preventing, you know, bleeding out, of course, <laughs> with these giant wounds and then getting, you know, help as well and like you mentioned too both these products can be utilized together so that's always something if you have multiple areas or different depths or different things happening in one spot it's not like you have to use one or the other you can use a combination as well to like fill up um, whatever hole that you're trying to deal with that reminds me i always enjoy this aspect when i speak to you heather because as a medical professional, you have a clinical approach to a wound. And I think if you were, you know, I don't, I hope you're never a victim of this, you would keep your head about you and you'd be cool, calm and collected and deal with, oh, there's a hole in my arm, I'm going to deal with it this way. Many years ago, I worked in an emergency department and I saw a lot of things come through there and I worked with a lot of great nurses and doctors and uh, that was the attitude. Yeah, you've gotta like keep your head about you and, and, and 
deal with it as it's happening, right? And worry about freaking out <laughs> <Right>. later. <laughs> there's al- there's always time to freak out later, and it can all can all come out yep. on the uh, the remote therapy session that <laughs> exactly. you're having. So, with that in mind, actually, that's interesting. You've talked about the hemostatic properties of the collagen products. Do you feel like this is a a good product for EMTs to have with them on the ambulance? Absolutely, EMS should have hemostatic agents like collagen particles in their go-to bag. It's something that is natural, it's biodegradable, it's non-toxic to the body, it's going to be absorbed by the body, so it's not like using gauzes and things like that where the particles can create more problems. Collagen particles are not going to create any more issues like abscesses or infections or things like that. So it's definitely available in wound care centers. I don't personally know what's available in an in a EMT bag, but I do know they have hemostatic Would it ever make sense to uh, kind of combine collagen with a hemostatic agent to, to ramp up its hemostatic capabilities along with its wound healing capabilities? It sounds like a great idea to me. We should uh, talk to someone about that. <laughs> oh, so in theory, one wouldn't nullify the effect of the other, theoretically, right? I wouldn't think so. Hey, we just invented a new product. Anyway, mm-hmm. so let's continue with with our discussion. You've been great walking through um, all of these potentially horrible things and, and how we <laughs> how we can deal with them. I, I had sort of a, the next level beyond that. Let's say... You wake up, you don't know where you are, you look down at your body and, you know, a sort of Dr. Frankenstein thing has been done to you. You've got parts you don't quite recognize. You see seams where things have been grafted onto you. There's a lot of pain. What's your first move? (laughs) See what works and run. Um, (laughs) That's such a funny question. Um, I was like, I don't know. Well, sort of sloppy surgical wounds, I guess, you know, kind of third. Yeah, yeah, third yeah. I mean, I've, I've definitely worked with folks where um, they have incisions that don't hold and they open up and, you know, first we try to clean them or get rid of any obvious debris or, or dead tissue or whatever. And then collagen's absolutely one of the products because they see the fastest healing with it. So very similar to some of the other issues we always have to clean it and then we fill the the space that's there and cover it up and one of the great things with collagen is it can stay in place for up to seven days so you're not always needing to change it seven you know twice a day or whatever is normal that's interesting so in that in that instance so the collagen's in place for like for a week Mm -hmm. and it's been bound with some gauze I, i presume or other you know, maybe some adhesive patches, the, uh, give me the proper name, I should know. Yeah, um, the uh, adhesive foams or, or nonstick pads are going to work better than just regular gauze. So that can just be left in place. You let the collagen do its mm-hmm. thing. And you don't have to worry about taking off that covering and putting any antibiotic on it. Is that right? No, you treat it. Um, you treat it when you're cleaning it. And if you needed um, the antibiotic, you could put it on there. But not necessarily necessary if you don't have any signs and symptoms of infection. And then as long as the drainage isn't coming through that cover dressing, you could leave it in place. 
So as long as it's stuck down and it's not leaking, then you leave it. If it is leaking, then you would start over again. Take it off, clean it really well, reapply. Okay, good to know. So, you know, in this, in that final kind of scenario I gave you, I'm thinking about that experience. And does does collagen provide any pain relief? Because I'm, I'm thinking about how effective it was on my burn, on a surgical wound or amateur surgical wound like that. <laughs> Is there some pain relief to be gained by using collagen? To me, I think that the pain relief would be coming from the fact that you're not opening up the wound like you're not looking at it you're not exposing it to the air you're not messing with it and like damaging those new um, fibers that are growing so it may not be that that the collagen itself is providing pain relief per se but you're not like creating more of an issue and causing more pain by like continuing to mess with the wound which a lot of times that's where the pain is coming from. It's coming from like exposure to air or that you're being too rough with it or the dressing is sticking to it and collagen doesn't do that. That function is really interesting, the forming of, did you call them strands? New new tissue fibers, yeah. New tissue fibers, oh, you called them fibers. So that was really interesting, the forming of the fibers. Is that on a microscopic level or, or can... Yeah, it would be more microscopic. And how long would it be before the patient would begin to see this new tissue? You know, when, when, it be, when would it be visible to the naked eye? Or does it all kind of happen on the cellular level? It really depends on how big the wound is. You'll see results you know, faster on something that's smaller or more superficial. It might you know, heal up in a, in a few days. If something that's a lot deeper, usually if they're looking at it every week, they should see a change weekly. Of course, we want things to get smaller and have less drainage and and look red and healthy. So you should see that change happening every time you're doing the dressing change. And generally, at least anecdotally, there's less scarring uh, for people who use HBS's collagen products on their wounds. Isn't that right? That's right. It, it has to do with the way that the fibers, the collagen product helps the collagen fibers in the body kind of lay down in a more organized fashion. So, uh, and then whenever our wounds heal faster, the risk of bad looking scars is less. So the faster we can heal it, the better. So it's sort of like that final scene in a lot of horror movies where the hero or heroine is somewhat scarred and battered but they bravely are still walking into that new day, wiser and stronger for what they went through. Until they turn the corner and there's Freddy again, of course. (laughs) Well, hopefully it's not like Michael Myers, who just seems to keep coming back. Right, he's sort of like a a disease you can't get rid of. (laughs) You just can't get rid of this guy. I know, I wonder what his Tinder profile looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been fun. Thanks so much, Heather, for joining us again on... On the Triple Helix podcast, it's been fun. Thanks, Have a great Halloween. You too. Thanks for joining the Triple Helix podcast, presented by Human Biosciences. Your host was Dan Bernard. <laughs>